Hello, and welcome to the Autism News Network podcast. My name is Dr. Frampton Gwinnett, and I am from the Medical University of South Carolina, and I direct the Autism News Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Gwinnett. That's D-R-G-W-Y-N-E-T-T-E. And it's the same handle for Instagram as well. I want to give a shout out to our own Bobby Kalman. You can follow him at Mr. Bobby Kalman. That's M-R-B-O-B-B-Y-K-A-L-M-A-N. He is the composer of the wonderful music that you just heard, and he's agreed to let us use that for our podcast. We're very excited. I am joined today by a young man that I've known for a while. His name is Patrick Reed. And, uh, Yo. How you doing, Patrick? I'm good. Good. Yeah. I'm doing really well. We're glad to hear that you're, uh, that you're with us today. Um, wanted to give out your contact information on uh, Twitter and Discord. You can follow Patrick at ZephyrBlaze456. That's at Z-E-P-H-Y-R-B-L-A-Z-E-456. That's on Twitter. And on Discord, it's at ZephyrBlaze, hashtag 2645. That's on Discord. Um, so, Patrick, you brought a special guest in here with you today. Who's with you? My mom. Yeah. Hi, Miss Reed. Hello. And uh, you, your first name is Debbie, so it's we may Debbie, call you yes. Debbie during the show. Um, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And yeah. and Debbie, uh, you had mentioned earlier, you have a history of working in radio. I Many years ago, right after I got out of college, I did work in radio for a couple of years, and I'm fascinated by the way it is done now. Doesn't look a thing like it did then. Is so. that right? So this isn't your first podcast? Uh, we didn't even have podcast no. in the late 70s. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you mentioned earlier that it's you had a strange feeling one day because you heard yourself on the radio. Yeah. What's that like? It, it, it is strange to hear yourself. If you're riding around in a car and a commercial comes on and it's one that you made, it, it sounds a little odd. It takes some getting used to. Oh, from the commercial we did on at the radio station? Uh, from any. That was yours. That sounded great. Yeah, yeah. it is strange to hear your own voice over the airwaves. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and speaking about how, you know, radio and broadcasting has changed, you know, everyone's excited about podcasts and, you know, YouTube and all these things. But we visited a radio station several months ago, and they mentioned that the ratings for yeah. over-the-air radio, like in your car and so forth, have stayed the same since the 80s. That's amazing, especially with all of the um, extra things, satellite radio and things that you can put it honor yep. cds that's great yeah yep. isn't that amazing great. so so here we are and we're going to discuss a topic um that's i think just incredibly inspiring to the audience um because patrick was diagnosed with autism at a young age what, how old was he when he was diagnosed? i think when he got the autism diagnosis it was about he was probably nine or ten it took us a little while because he's on the higher end of it sure i thought i was a little younger than that mm, nine eight nine nine we'll go with nine somewhere in, the middle. in that interval okay yeah so he was in maybe fourth or fifth grade fourth yeah mm-hmm. something like that nine he was nine or ten yeah Give or take. and so at the time that you realized the diagnosis mom were you thinking about all the things that he wasn't going to be able to do there were a couple of things uh however my first reaction was finally now i know what we're dealing with right so it was a relief to know then we could go forward instead of sideways all over the place that's right so now we have a way to describe it and to tackle Mm it honestly i didn't even know what the heck it was at at that point yeah i mean heard of it before yeah 
No. What was it like for you in elementary school, Patrick? Uh, I'd say about like about normal. Yeah. Yeah. Did Did you enjoy at school, or was it? Did you have a tough yeah, time? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. Until like um about fifth or sixth grade when I got bullied. Yeah. No fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's a common experience like many of our participants in the Autism mm-hmm. News Network have endured. Um, do you have any advice for kids out there who are in fifth or sixth grade now who are getting bullied? Like, what would you say to them? Like, don't let don't let it get to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's always nice to be part of something where you're accepted. We've worked really hard at the Autism News Network, every one of our participants, to create a community and create an environment where people feel welcome and accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, oftentimes parents, when they hear the word autism, they start thinking that the future is in jeopardy and start you know, at, you know, thinking, what does that mean in terms of what my child can do? Um, flash forward from age 9 or 10 to age 18, it turns out that Patrick did something pretty terrific, didn't he? Um, my awesome son did uh, do something very awesome, set a goal, went for it, and made it. Yeah, and what was that? He became an Eagle Scout. Wow. And that's like a, well, maybe not one in a million, but... He he earned the rank of Eagle Scout two days before his 18th birthday. Right at which the is last the, minute. <laughs> which is the cutoff. Yeah. But he earned that. Yeah, he earned it. It was it was it was close. So you were sweating the deadline. He he, I was, oh, yeah. but uh, apparently he wasn't, and nor was the scoutmaster. They were saying he'll do it. It's okay. Yeah, his border review is such and such a date, and uh, I've got his scoutmaster review set up. He's fine. He's doing great. It was my honor to go along a lot of the trail to Eagle with him, attending many many things. Parents are encouraged to be involved, but. Sure. Um, I might have been a little more involved in some to be able to be a supporting role. And as I say, it was never a burden. It was always an honor. Yeah. And and Patrick, did you have doubts as you approached your 18th birthday? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think was going to be the hardest thing about finishing that sucker off? That's okay. He was a little bit nonchalant about it. It worried me a little bit. We were approaching a time deadline when he made Life Scout um, because there has to be six months between that and Eagle, and he had mm, seven months in between. Okay. Um, So right there, the deadline was crunched. So once he made Life, I thought, you've made it too far. Yeah. So uh, he, I believe his last merit badge he required merit badge he earned was swimming i think which was one of the first ones he started on ironically but he had a few Uh, things left in it to to finish and we had some awesome scout masters and assistant scout masters one of whom met us at a an indoor pool yeah about a couple of weeks before the deadline and helped him get through um Anyway, met us at an indoor pool in order for Patrick to finish off the last few requirements for that. That's so, huge. Uh, we had a lot of support, and they all wanted Patrick to uh, earn this rank. 
one of the things I might mention is there are a, a couple of uh, exceptions that can be made in scouting for special needs. He didn't take any of them. He oh. went the regular pathway. Wow. So. That's amazing. Yeah. Patrick, do you remember that day in the pool when your scoutmaster came to meet you? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what kind of stuff do they have have you do on the swimming test? I remember um, I had to bring a pair of pants and um, put it in the water to make a flotation device. Yeah. Gotcha. So you like blow air into the leg and then tie a knot. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And you have to do all that while you're like treading water, right? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and were you at the end of that swimming like? test were you huffing and puffing yes. yeah because <laughs> your feet can't touch the bottom so you're really oh yeah yeah so there's the physical aspect certainly that you had to work on and then how about mentally was it mentally challenging a little yeah do they they make you did the process make you feel like there were times you wanted to quit yeah many times yeah can you remember any of the like, like one in particular where you were like okay i'm done i I remember one time in summer camp, uh, I mentioned this to mom one time at, during the night that, that I wanted to quit. Yeah? Yeah. What was going on at that moment? Yeah. Like, this is too much. Yeah. And you were on a camp out? Well, summer camp. Oh, summer camp. A week long away from home. Thing. Yep. Yeah. And so was it like, were you homesick or was it they were making you do stuff that was really difficult? Uh, really difficult. Yeah. What kind of things? I have no idea what they. Well, um, we mentioned that swimming was um, one of the first merit badges, and and the last to complete that yeah. I did. Well, I don't remember if this was that week of summer camp or a different year. Oh, yeah. it was. Well. When I got in the lake, and I found out that you know, I couldn't touch the bottom, and yeah. I was pretty scared stiff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird because you think, what could be down there, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then how did you, like, get through that anxious moment in this being scared? I held on to someone. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 And then you made it through? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Were there any times that like you had to do like survival skills where you, I don't know, have to start a fire or you have to go a certain amount of time without food? Um, we did learn how to start a fire and and um, hiking with um, compass and map, mm -hmm. you know that stuff. Yeah, because not everyone's going to have a cell signal and GPS, right? Right. So and you need to learn those skills anyway. What if you can't? Your battery dies. Right. Yeah. You can't, you're far from a tower. Mm -hmm. You need those skills. They. Yeah, you won't always have signal on your phone. Yeah. And they learn how to use maps and um, so they learn how to use maps yeah. and identify certain things when they're hiking, kind of keeping their heads where they've been before. and. That sort of things. I guess they did. I didn't go on every hike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so a very, very low percentage of people who start out in Boy Scouts make it all the way to Eagle Scout. They do. They all... They yeah, it's are like all 
it's, ahead. It's like a one in a million thing. Yeah. Or not quite. But in actual statistics, I believe it's uh, the highest is about 4% of everyone who enters enters Boy Scouts. Yeah. Actually makes it all the way through. They all have the potential. Yeah. Some are lost to, um, as the scout leaders will say, all of the fumes, the car fumes, the perfumes, the things like that, and they get distracted and they don't right. stay on that goal. But the ones who really want it, if, if they can set a goal, uh, our troop, for example, has good parental support, and we try to help anyone who wants to achieve his goal to make that goal. So, Absolutely. With, a, with good leaders and strong parental support, they can all make it, mm-hmm. but it is, bet- it varies be- between two to four percent. Yeah, and how forthcoming were you guys in terms of disclosing that Patrick has autism with the, the group leaders? I disclosed it very early on because I had already learned by that time within the school system, if you didn't disclose it, there was frustration if he uh, walked to his own drumbeat, so to speak. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and it, that needed to be known so that when patience was required, patience could be provided. Yeah, and support. <laughs> you know, Because he did all the work. It's just that he, he got some support. He did. He might have done some of it with his own timeline, but he did everything that was required of him. I've known uh, many, many boys, as long as I've been... Uh, involved with Boy Scouts who have taken it down to the wire within that last month. Mm-hmm. And ironically, one of his friends in the troop whose um, board of review I was on also took it to two days before his 18th birthday. Wow. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of close. It, it's more strenuous probably from for the moms than anyone else. Yeah. But... Yeah, so I guess it as, happens. as the mom, your role was to keep everything organized a little bit. and That, and uh, I was always on the committee, the, mm-hmm. the troop committee, mm-hmm. the whole time, and all the way back in Cub Scouts, too. So I've been involved as long as Patrick has been. Yeah. So. Yeah. Didn't you say um, Granddaddy almost made it, too? Oh, this is, this is a great story, Patrick. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, my dad grew up in a small town in Mississippi they had a Boy Scout troop (laughs) it was strong for a while but the town was small and occasionally it would drop off and they wouldn't have a troop for a year or so then someone would come back in and pick it up and start working on it sometimes he wouldn't wasn't always able to go to Boy Scout camp so he made Life Scout but he didn't make Eagle and it has bothered him all his life and I've heard him Mentioned it a few times, particularly when wow. Patrick joined. So when his grandson reached that rank, he was just as happy as he had made it himself. And he came over. It was part of the weekend celebration, that uh, part of Patrick's court of honor. It was an awesome event for both of them. It was a great event for both of them. That's amazing. That is so amazing. So your grandfather was able to share in that triumph with you. Yep. Yeah. And um, have you ever thought about maybe uh, mentoring other scouts that are aiming for the Eagle Scout um, or even 
somebody with special needs who you might say, hey, I can help you? Uh, no, I never did think of that. You could. You're still on the roster as an adult leader. They always need people in, to do extra things, merit badges. Yeah. Um, I'm now the uh, chartered organization representative for, okay. the, for our troop. So you've stayed involved. I have. I have stayed involved. And Patrick is uh, also on the roster as an adult leader. Sometimes if we have something at our church which charters this troop, mm-hmm. they need extra adults. Sometimes all the leaders can't go to. And sure. We, we'll be – he's been there to – be an extra adult at times yeah i think that's great and um maybe i'm planting a seed but yeah patrick i definitely think you're capable of that and part of this podcast is and hopefully inspiring people who say you know what if patrick can do it i can do it he was a do you agree with that patrick that if you can do it other people can do it yeah so you might tell some other kid who's like 13, 14, hey, don't quit. I remember when I wanted to quit. Yeah. I think he, anyone can do it. Yeah. He was a den chief. He oh, was yeah, a, I was about to mention that. Yeah, you learned some good leadership, good leadership skills there. To make Eagle, uh, you have to hold a leadership position, and his was a den chief for one of the local packs. Okay. And... I wasn't in a lot of those meetings, so I, I don't know what, but I do remember him having a book of games, and he would have to stop and make up a couple of games for them and lead them through that, and you know, did some outside things. Oh, and yeah. Were these for Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts? Yeah, these Cub were Scouts. for Cub Scouts. There's a okay. leadership position as a Boy Scout, Yeah, and I don't know. And I remember we had, we had to go through like tw- 10 packs before we finally stuck with one. Really? Because, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to get that commitment. More like three. Yeah. Like and three. it wasn't always Patrick's fault. Sometimes they met at a different time. Yeah. yeah. Here's a story. I don't know if Patrick will let this make the edit, but it, yeah. it, it amazed me for leadership skills developing oh, in him. Oh, no. I, I think I know where this is going. Okay. Well, let's let's tell it, and you can decide later whether we edit this part out yeah. or not. Okay. I was waiting to pick him up from one evening when he was uh, – doing his den chief den chief thing and there were some younger cub scouts on a playground while their parents had a den uh den parent meeting about something so he was watching them and i had i was right in the vicinity but not a part of it Mm -hmm. and they were making noise having a lot of fun then some of them picked up sticks then the sticks became, I don't know, lightsabers or something? Right. Of course. And Patrick, ironically, used to be the one to whom we would say, Patrick, please put the stick down. Of course, yeah. it had been several years since we've had to do <laughs> yeah. that. And they were getting dangerous, and the mom's thing was kicking in, and I was about to say something, and I'm thinking, no, Patrick's in charge. And all of a sudden, Patrick, in this very strong leadership voice, went, Hey, put the sticks down. And they did. Wow. And that was loud enough for their parents to hear and, you know. Absolutely. Danger was voided, but I I was proud of him. He actually stood up and took care of the situation. I do, because I was so proud of you. You blanked it out, Patrick? Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Um, So 
because when it comes from a parent like hey put the sticks down everybody expects that but when it comes from an older like mm -hmm. a role model mm -hmm. they probably really paid attention mm. yeah so have you ever thought of yourself as a role model not really yeah well i think it's time you should because you're an eagle scout and you have a lot of potential to impact the next generation mm. yeah how about that yeah let's talk about you told me one time fishing was your favorite merit badge or one of the favorite merit badges? Uh, one of them. One of them in the, in the same lake that you didn't want to take swimming in, but that's okay. Right. Fishing on the other side of the lake. Yeah. So for a merit badge for fishing, do you have to, like, catch a certain number of fish or what is it? Um, I think it was at least up oh, two. Yeah. Okay. And that can be tough depending on if they're biting or not. Yeah. Yeah. One of them would have made a sardine proud, but that's okay. <laughs> Didn't they? Didn't we used to have a tackle box? Yeah, I think you and your brother-in-law have taken it fishing a couple of times. It might not be intact, but yeah, yeah. What the heck? Y'all have had fun with it. It's probably in the garage somewhere. Hmm. Um, yeah. So Patrick, now you're here with, at the Autism News Network with us, and do you want to tell the audience a little bit about stuff that you do here at the network? I'm I'm mostly behind the scenes, doing editing and working the camera, but sometimes I'll show up in camp show up on camera yeah you've done a few interviews haven't you yep um i think you had a, an interview with ainsley and then you also had a guest interview um with uh, a, a fellow discord member right oh yeah yeah oh my best friends online yeah yeah galaxy eyes right yeah yeah and um do you still keep in touch with them yeah yeah that's cool speaking of which we never did get that interview up did we yeah we got to get that published you know that's the thing it's so easy to record stuff mm -hmm. the tough piece is getting it edited right oh yeah yeah so tell me about um your editing skills like they've gone really from you know a total noob into pretty darn good editor how did how did you get so good well i had a pretty darn good teacher yeah he's he's uh yeah being He's pointing me out, but yeah, I think I've, we're all learning it together. It's like the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you use iMovie, right? Right. Yeah. And then at some point, we'll get you on Final Cut Pro, and you can mm -hmm. continue to grow your editing skills. Yeah. Oh, I've seen what Final Cut Pro looks like. Good Lord. Yeah. It can get tricky pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I've already mastered um, iMovie. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so... Do you feel like there's any certain um, topics that we should cover at the Autism News Network a little bit more or things that you're really into? Mm. And that's okay if you can't think of anything. Um, I can't think of anything yeah. at the moment. But for right now, we're doing mostly like firsthand accounts of what it's like to live with autism. And then also we bring in experts from the field. Right. Yeah, talking about uh, topics. Um, that are important to our audience. Um, all right, cool. Well, what other topics? Anything else that we need to cover today? Any ideas? There were so many things that we could talk about in in Boy Scouts that we would be here all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think if there were significant things that stand out because there are things that. People don't realize how much you actually have to do to, oh, yeah. to get that. You had to do an Eagle Project, which where you had to lead others into actually doing the work. Yeah. And my Eagle Project was um, making a couple benches for our local church. Okay. Yeah. The one where we meet at, in fact. Yeah, yeah. they were short of picnic tables for the pavilion, so uh, the guys made 
two more of them from scratch. Mm-hmm. That's not easy. No, he yeah. had the he got the plans from uh, the men's group at church, and and we went to Lowe's to and, pick up the wood. And yeah. yes, and he had to step back and not really work on it, but lead the project. That was a challenge because there are adults helping too. So uh-huh. he had to lead the project. Yeah. That's, so so um, a lot of different levels that you have to get through. Yeah. Mom, do you remember a moment, like the absolute low in the Eagle Scout process where you're like, I think it's over, or I think he's mm. he's not going to do it? Sometime in between the first attempt at the swimming merit badge and the last, we had a group of boys working on it, met at a local pool, and my hopes were up because it was a pool not a lake it was a olympic sized pool you know mm-hmm. and for some reason and i don't know if he even remembers why but something caused him to um sort of shut down that day yeah uh, you know he didn't have any bad reactions or anything he just wouldn't get in the water yeah i vaguely remember that but i don't remember why i don't i don't know but something got to him to that point and i thought this is a ready made set up day that you can take an advantage of why aren't you so it was it worried me a great deal because swimming is one of the required merit badges Mm -hmm. you have to get 21 uh 12 of them at that time there were 12 eagle required now there's 13 and then the rest you can pick and you can have as many more after that as you want but swimming is one of the required ones yeah and i thought huh that mean patrick swims like a fish he swims well i don't know why but as we said later on he got to the day where he wanted it badly enough he did it we eventually it, got to it. It just took that, a long time. Yeah, 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 that was that was one of my low points. I didn't have too many low points. Yeah, I just had to remind myself that um, he had his own timeline. As long as it fell within the timeline, we yeah. were fine. Yeah, and Patrick, you remember that day vaguely. Yeah, so you must have had some drive to overcome, you know, the fears and. Uh, do, do you remember saying, "Hey, I'm"? There was a, mo- a moment where you're like, "I'm going to do this." At the Olympic pool, or or any time in the process of getting Eagle Scott, finish oh. the thing to to actually make it. Um. <coughs> hmm. Not off the top of my head. Okay, maybe it was just just before the board review. You were like, "Okay, it's real." I think it was yeah. the beginning of your senior year. Oh yeah, year. that was yeah. it. I think it was right after you made life, hmm. and it was your senior year. I could tell the difference. When it's okay, you have to do this, this, and this. So much had been completed by that time. Yeah. And there were a few things that didn't. The only other thing you had to do twice, I believe, was the personal fitness merit badge. But there's, I bet, 90% of the boys in your troop have done that, have had to start that one again. They have to do uh, exercises for 90 days in a row and keep a chart of it. Oh, that's Dun- the tough part. Yeah, <laughs> that I remember. <laughs> it doesn't always have to be calisthenics or anything. It can be go for a walk or yeah. whatever. But they yeah, have we, to keep that chart for ninety days. Yeah, we took walks around the neighborhood. We yeah. did that. You did exercises. 
Didn't um, Dad um, go on a couple of those walks, or am I misremembering that? What? Didn't Dad c- come on a couple of those walks? I don't. Or? I have no memory of that. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. But. But really, you need that support from the family and. Really, to make it, it was. Um, keeping up with it, and as he was homeschooled some of those years, I finally put it into PE. Then he had to do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Well, we're glad that um, that Patrick had that support so that he could do it himself. You know? He did. And congratulations on being an Eagle Scout, Patrick. And um, It was a long journey. It sure was. We're and really proud of you. And if anyone out there is wondering, um, find the right pack, find the right troop, and it can be done. Yes, it can. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show today. Um, I've been joined today by Patrick Reed and his mother, Debbie. You can follow Patrick at ZephyrBlaze456. That's Z-E-P-H-Y-R-B-L-A-Z-E-456. That's on Twitter. And also at ZephyrBlaze, hashtag 2645 on Discord. My name is Dr. Frampton Gwinnett. Follow me on Twitter at Dr. Gwinnett and on Instagram with the same handle. Again, thanks to Bobby Kalman uh, for the wonderful music on the show. And we look forward to having you join us on another podcast. Patrick, thanks so much. Debbie, thanks for being here. Have a great day.